0: new year 2024 getting ready to fuck us all over <laughs> yep. Never, i don't know if i've ever been as apprehensive about a year as i am about this year mostly yeah. because i don't know if come the end of it people who vote a certain way might end up in camps <laughs> right right so <laughs> it's just kind of a. You know, it just has a very... Yeah, it's just... Yeah, so... Wee (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, hopefully people had a nice holiday break or whatever it is they did over the holidays, Um, whether they spent time with family or said fuck all that and hung out by themselves and did whatever. Um, Hopefully everybody had a chance to do something uh, over the holiday break that gave them a slight bit of joy as we move into the season of our discontent um there's something i was going to mention and i don't remember what it was uh my wife and i played couples pickleball for the first time Mm. we normally just play against each other and we played there's a group here they try to get together and so we had been playing one day over break and this couple that kind of organizes it was there with their family and came over and like oh yeah let's get together on sunday and we were like okay we're very antisocial people so like it was a big lift for us just to like say wait like you want us to like engage in an activity with strangers like oh. yeah but they were very nice we did it but like <coughs> and i'm not you know and it's like whatever we We conducted ourselves very well. We didn't yell at each other. we 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 played well. Everybody had a good time. But, uh, there's just some scoring weird. It's just it, it just feels like sometimes this shit just people just need to make it complicated, just be complicated. And there's multiple, numbers and positions and i'm like i can't keep track of all this shit i'm like pickleball's a game for old people that like, you're asking them to do new math like no it just, <laughs> like it just does not work out like it really should just be like a color system like you're red you're green you know what i mean like distill it down i need the jitterbug version of this <laughs> shit because i can't and it was funny is we all played we had a good time you know the with all the rules and the scoring and who's where and who's what, which is complicated. But then did we did not know how to share contacts with our iPhones. Like, that's basically... (laughs) Like, like it's a sport played by old people who can somehow master the rules, but are just like, ah, these damn phones. (laughs) (laughs) If only my grandson was here, he'd have this sort of... I was like, "Yeah, so, that tracks. That, that makes sense." <laughs> We're just like, "I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you just yell loud and I'll see if I can hear you?" <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, so trying to, but it was funny. I I I, I told both. My mom and my my dad, when I spoke to them over the holidays, they're like, Oh yeah, you know, we met this couple and they're both like, Well, that's good. Now you can you can make some friends in the community. And I'm like, what am <laughs> I five? Like know. I'm going to a new oh school for the first day? <laughs> and they're like, Well, you're gonna make a lot of new friends. Like, I'm good with friends. Thanks. Hey, you should meet my friends. I don't know if I can take more of them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm not gonna be inviting these people to the Discord. That's for sure. I posted a picture of a license plate that said "Eat Ass." So, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like? I
1: don't, yeah, I, I don't feel like the uh, the Central Florida pickleball community is ready for our Discord. <laughs>
0: Right, like I got an email. I got an email. Let me read. I'm going to read this to you because I laughed so hard. I got my letterbox year in review, and they were like, uh, "Let's see, most watched theme, gory, gruesome, and slasher horror. Most watched nano genre, blood shock, psychopath. Yeah, all right. Come on, Tommy. Come on in." come on in hey how do you feel about truck stops (laughs) do I have a film for you (laughs) that's
2: right
0: (laughs) yeah no we're good we're good on the friend front (laughs) so yeah so the year's starting off strong all right um so we have a bunch of movies to talk about uh as well as some game stuff real quick um so uh, let's talk about just our little one offs before we get into the communal things. So there were two movies um, that I saw on some best of lists, both of which are on HBO Max. I think they're actually like HBO movies. Um, one of them is Reality, which is the story of a reality winner. Um, and, uh, you know, she was the NSA analyst who was uh, sent to jail for mishandling classified. Information. Um, kind of the interesting thing about this movie, first of all, Sidney Sweeney, who was in like Euphoria and the first season of White Lotus, was absolutely fantastic. But the interesting thing about this movie is it takes place in real time over like 86 minutes and all of the dialogue in the movie is taken from the audio recording of when the FBI agents questioned and arrested Reality Winner for mishandling um, classified documents which I've never I've never seen a movie or heard of anything that did that Right. Um, and it was really cool to see how all of the actors with only going off of audio like the choices they made in because obviously you can tell based on voice and inflection and stuff, like kind of maybe how people were feeling, but like how maybe they chose to hold their body or, or how they chose to, uh, how, you know, show what to show on their face or things like that. Um, it was really, really well done. Uh, it was, it was, yeah, I, it, it was, I understand why it was on, um, you know, some, some best of lists, um, because it was, um, it was really well done. Um, and then the other movie I watched was uh, is called Last Stop Laramie, uh, and it's this documentary about this town in Australia. It's like north central Australia that had eleven residents until one of them went missing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and 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 what starts off as like, oh yeah, he was a really good guy, you know, and everybody in the town we all get along. What you come to find out is that he was not a good guy. And everybody in the town pretty much fucking hated each other. <laughs> um, and it was just a really kind of interesting look at, you know, you know, it's just, you know, one small town, but also like to see, you know, kind of like what the public, you know, the face that people are kind of showing people, but then also like even even in a town full of 10 people, you you still can't find a way for these folks to just kind of get along and just kind of you know, yeah. or at least get out of each other's way. Um, right. But it was, um, it was, it was really well done. Um, it, it was fascinating. Like, you know, I mean, the the tendency seems to be nowadays for like true crime stuff to be like an eight episode series. And this certainly didn't need mm. to, to be that. So, I mean, they, they, they really did a good job of, re- of, of recognizing what the right format for the story was um, and how to break it, you know, it was told in five parts, and it was like each part they, they kind of led you down a path, and then led you down another path, and then reveal. I mean, it was it was really how they put it together and how they chose to structure it was really well done. Um, so if you if you have an HBO Max subscription or whatever, um, I definitely recommend checking both of those out.
1: Nice. Yeah, so I only have one, and I can't remember. I know you and I have talked about it, but I don't remember if we talked about it on the show or not. But, um, but in doing my uh, kind of catching up on things that I missed, I, I Saturday morning at like 9 a.m., I put on Saw X or Saw <laughs> 10. <laughs> uh, just because I've seen all of them, you know, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> meh. I, and, and I'm not the biggest fan, but at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, if I miss one, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, Letterboxd said my most watch actor was Tobin Bell. And I'm like, well, yeah, when you mm-hmm. watch all the Saw movies, that's basically right. going to be it.
1: Right. And, I, and I'll say, um, I thought it was okay uh, yeah. way too long. But yeah. uh, I, I appreciated the fact that it was one of the more straightforward ones mm-hmm. since the first one. Um, it, you know, it's more or less just a morality slash revenge kind of tale Mm -hmm. Um, I I was surprised that for a two hour movie in the Saw franchise at the lack of Saw things in it like (laughs) there's just not that many traps it it very much you know kind of honed in on more character stuff Um, and I felt like somewhat to its detriment uh, I didn't dislike it um, but after Spiral, like it's hard. That's that's a bar that's not that hard to to craft up. So, yeah, you know, Spiral being what it was, I was like, all right. Well, I kind of enjoyed a Saw movie again, but it's not. You know, I don't know. It it, it was fine. At the I end mean, of the day. it
0: really does feel like a almost like a bottle episode, right? Where it's yeah, like, you know, like by the time you know ten ten movies in, we we did not like it. Everybody knows why he was doing what he was doing, right? Mm. And this is just like a further exploration of that. You know the only the only difference I felt for this one was that you know the the you know they kind of they tried to do like a um, uh, oh shit what's it called um, the, the, uh, the 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 movie where the people break into the blind guys how don't breathe. Like, oh don't yeah. Breathe yeah. Too, right. right. Uh, right. Where they're like, you know, they they try to make it look like, you know, John Kramer is like the, and he was the victim in this particular one, but because right. we know everything that he did up until this point, it's like, they kind of are asking you to put a, you know, put that aside and have mm-hmm. sympathy for him <clears throat> and, and go, yeah, well it's a revenge tale. So now these people are getting what they deserve Whereas you know in the in the the nine movies prior or whatever uh you know his he, he he had the like just the flimsiest of yeah of of reasons for why these people you know should die and that was the one thing that I thought was just the most interesting about it was they they really did you know kind of lean heavily on that no 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 this is he's he's justified at this point mm. um you know but, uh, but
1: also, you know, he's portrayed as like this diabolical super genius, you know. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, couldn't see through this this bullshit right. <laughs> veil of right. this miracle cure.
0: Right. Exactly. I was like,
1: how how could he have seen this ridiculous twist coming, but not seen this being bullshit from the jump? Exactly. Like, right.
0: Right. That's the problem. Like if you're if you're thinking three moves ahead to, right. to set up all of your your stuff when things go sideways then you've got to know they're going to go sideways in the first place and know why so yeah yeah Uh, i did i do think though that you should write a movie about a surgery tech who kills people kills kills hollywood executives writers whatnot because they are getting surgical stuff wrong in movies, yeah. but kills them in medically appropriate <laughs> ways. So, like, shoves a colonoscopy camera way up their ass, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, or, like, whatever. Like, th- this is the right drill that you would use for some sort of brain surgery. Like, you know, medically appropriate, because we're, we don't want a hypocrite here. We want someone who's trying to teach a lesson. <laughs> That's all right. I'm telling you, the,
1: the number of texts that you get. <laughs>
0: When I watch a movie
1: where there's something medically involved, or I'm like, okay, first of all, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, well, bless I,
0: your heart. <laughs> I can't text you about anything. I can't be like, uh, they would not uh, automate test that software that way. No one, no one makes a movie. My job is so unimportant and and boring. No one even. Cares enough to write anything about it ever for me to get upset, and I wouldn't even watch it. I'd be like, "Fuck that! That shit's boring <laughs> as hell." I'm spending my time that way, uh, but yeah, yeah, I do. I find it funny because I'm always like, "Oh, interesting. All right." Because wasn't there one? There was one we had where somebody you were like they're they were using like a like an endoscopy uh, camera or something, but they were like lo- like to, to look at something and they were looking at the wrong end. Like, yeah, I <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: so well so yeah, the scope but the scope wasn't connected right. to the to the camera they were just eyeballing that shit you'd be looking at pitch lo-
0: blackness <laughs> there's no light source like what are you doing like, they're just using it just yeah yeah and exactly people
1: don't have internal lighting for god's sakes like, <laughs> we don't
0: no now now it's dark in there <laughs> you gotta open it up let the light in <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um, All right. So, the first movie we're going to talk about. um, So, this is a movie that you mentioned uh, at having watched on our last show. And um, I had not heard of it. And then, so I went ahead and watched it, like literally, I I think the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is Candyland. Which is not a, uh, you know, this is not yet another toy uh, (laughs) or board game. Yeah, Uh, this is is not the battleship of Candyland. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, this is, if you're like, oh, Candyland, I played that as a kid. (laughs) Uh, Man, I hope not. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, written and directed by John Swab. Um, Basically, it tells the story... um, of a bunch of lot lizards uh, and if you don't know what a lot lizard is so a lot lizard is a prostitute that hangs out at truck stops <coughs> and um so you know long haul truckers or really anyone just looking for uh some uh some comfort or drugs or whatever you know, might have specific codes that they use on the CB radio just to find out who, who might be working this particular truck stop. And then, uh, you know, based on where they're parked and whatnot, uh, kind of determines the, the level of services. So, so this is the story of kind of this group, um, of, uh, few women, one guy, um, who worked this lot. And then this young woman, um, who is part of a, like a religious cult um ends up getting kind of kicked out of her religious family and they take her in and um let her stay with them but but the rule set by by the madam uh is hey if you if you are staying here then you you need to work um so they basically uh Bring her in, and she uh becomes a prostitute as well but surprise uh she's actually there to murder all of them um so that she can uh move on with her religious family to whatever the next uh they kind of paint the religious family as like um like the uh oh the guys who 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 wore the tennis shoes and drank the when, Jim when, Jones yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, the Jim <coughs> Jones type of folks and, uh, you know, kind of basically were, were murdered, killed themselves so that they could go mm. and be with the Lord. Um, it's a pretty. Uh, uh, William Baldwin's almost also in it, uh, one of the yeah, lesser he known Baldwin's. Um, yeah. He, he played the sheriff. Um, yeah, it's a pretty brutal film, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, <clears throat> it does not paint. You know, if you're if you're thinking of being a truck stop prostitute, uh, I, I, I would I would suggest watching this movie. It does not seem like a very glamorous lifestyle.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, and, it,
1: and it, but it, but but I feel like it was fairly effective, yeah. um, and disturbing in its brutality, in, in in no small part because you you kind of care about these people. You do.
0: Yeah, you absolutely do. Like you don't, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, they are, they are a family, like the, the mm-hmm. um, you know, two of the women are in a relationship together. Um, they all look out for each other. They kind of like, you know, depending on um you know who's been who's been taking the shifts or the shafts as it were uh, <laughs> you know the, you know to say all right well I'll, I'll get this next one because you know you're tired and you know you need to get something to eat like you know it it they, they really do paint a picture of a group of people that for for whatever their own reasons are for for being in the situation and doing this work that the people all care about each other um, and have each other's back, and even to when they they bring this this young woman in. I mean, they kind of realize that like she had been kicked out by her family, and and it's not really you know I mean that the problem is you know it's not really their decision whether or not she has to work. It, it's it's like well you're either if you're staying here you're working. It's kind of out of their hands. But then even so, they they do try to help her out and 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 make the transition to. You know that of, of a sex worker to be as you know as, as painless as possible, for lack of a better word. So for mm-hmm. her to then to know that you know to find out that her reasoning for doing it is is not, you know, I mean, she's just kind of there to kill them all. Um, you know, you do really feel bad for them because, yeah, you know, I, I think we you know, I mean, the, the tendency is to kind of demonize sex workers. And when you kind of realize that they're just for, you know, like I said, they're, they're a family, um, and she's there to prey on them. I mean, you do feel bad. And then some of the kills, um, so, you know, some of them were, were, were less like, you you know, like the, the old impactful, yeah, Yeah. Like the old priest who comes to be the first John, you're kind of like, all right, well, that's gross. But like, you know, I mean, like, like uh, you know, one of the the people she 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 kills, you, you, it came out of completely out of the blue, and so you, you know, you kind of feel bad for them, but um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty effective, and I mean, and it wasn't it wasn't like stylized, it wasn't, um, like I don't feel as if uh they, they were trying to glamorize this no life at all it was just trying to be just
1: no as, because
0: as kind of honest as as
1: they could be right right yeah there's there's one one scene in particular that's was just fucking like <laughs> brutal to watch and it had nothing to do with the girl or anything else you know it yeah was <clears throat> just the dangers of this profession and and what could happen you know it's, yeah you know one yeah. of my favorite characters in the movie had something horrible happen yeah and uh and then but then you know it it you know you get Baldwin there who comes in he's like yeah that's probably it no problem like <laughs> yeah like, like what the fuck like just uh, I want this to be as easy and like as you know cut and dry of a solution to this this one murder as we could possibly have so right you know that was it problem over and it's like well no like <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> yeah and that's the other thing it's like you you know Baldwin's character, Sheriff Rex, I mean, he, he's he's just as much a predator yes. as the you know, kind of the folks coming to the lot that you know, because you, you have some individuals coming to the lot that are you know, it's it's a transaction for them. They're gonna they give their money, they get what they want out of it, then they go. Then you have other right. people coming to the lot that are seeing, you know, the, the women and men that who work there as victims and then mm-hmm. sheriff rex is in the same boat and you know rex is the person who's supposed to be you know helping them protecting them so um you know i mean it it to, to see that they really only have each other to help them out mm-hmm. and then they they get preyed upon by someone that they brought in because they they saw someone you know who had been kicked out by their family and they were kind of a makeshift family i mean it really was and you wouldn't, when you read about it, and especially the, the, the poster, you, I mean, yeah. you, you kind of think it's like, it, it's, it's, a, it, you know, the poster is this very kind of like, um uh, you know, 80s, you know, kind of slasher exploitation um, yes. poster, and it makes sense, but it's like, you know, when, when you, when you kind of get into it, and you, you realize that it, it's not, it's not about the, the killer, it's about the, the family Mm -hmm. um you know i mean it it it, you know it's it it really does it's a much there's i feel like it's it's i don't want to i don't know deeper is the right word i feel like there's more layers to this film than you would think just by reading about reading yes that the tagline and looking at the um and looking at the poster yeah um
1: yeah it has it the poster makes it look like um I don't know, like, I don't want to say I spit in your grave, because that's a pretty heavy movie, but but something, like you said, like some kind of, uh, kind of just 80s slasher kind of thing, and it ends up having more in common with something like St. Maud or something, you know, yeah. something like that, where it's like, yeah. where it's just like these really heavy themes and, and some, yeah, it's it's got brutal violence in it, but man, it really hits so much harder <clears throat> because of the character stuff.
0: Right. And, um, and and you know and because you know I mean you, you the, the it is a very sexualized poster mm-hmm. and it's the least sexy film you'll watch yep. because yep. you know it's it's not these people are not having sex because it's like a tender romantic moment or a fun type of thing it's a job and and the guys that they're having sex with uh I mean I I don't I don't know. I have never I don't know anything about long haul truckers but they you know <laughs> they they don't uh they don't paint these individuals in the in the best of lights. So, but uh, no. Yeah, but uh it was it was it was great. I I, I highly I recommend it. Um yeah. But but you know, yeah, be be prepared. It's not oh This is going to be a fun truck stop slasher movie. Ha ha. Not so much. It's not that. Not not at all. At all. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, So the next film is currently streaming on Netflix. I believe it had a brief theatrical run. um, Mm. I think it had a brief theatrical run at the end of the year. Yeah. December 21st. Um, I believe it was released in, the- I'm not sure, and then, and then went straight to Netflix. Um, I shouldn't say straight to Netflix, because if it had a theatrical run, but anyway. But that is um, Zack Snyder's latest uh, Rebel Moon, Part 1, uh, A Child of Fire. So um, we got Part 1 uh, in uh, December, January. Uh, I believe Part 2 we get in April. Okay. Um, and then he, uh, Zack Snyder, has said there is kind of an R-rated alternate cut of mm-hmm. Child of Fire, which is longer and uh, which I believe, I don't know if we're going to get that this year um, or, you know, we're going to get that more in, you know, like 2024. Uh, I'm not sure what the um, what the uh, the schedule there is. Um, right. so, so this is kind of... Um, you know, my understanding is that this movie was originally supposed to be like a star Wars movie. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, you, there's a lot of, um, kind of parallels to, you know, that, that whole, yeah. And, and, and star Wars, you know, obviously not the first movie to do it, but this idea of kind of this oppressive, um, galactic regime and, some people coming together. Uh, in in this case, um, coming together basically just to kind of protect a village. Um, so Sophia Butella plays Cora, and she's a young woman who lives on this planet. And the the uh, the evil empire comes and is basically like, "Hey, uh, we need you to bust your ass to make as much grain as possible because we've got a big army and they got a lot of stomachs. And if you don't, we're Great. gonna fucking kill all you." And so she realizes, yeah, this isn't going to work. So she heads out on this quest to kind of <clears throat> very similar to like a um, Magnificent Seven or Seven Samurai. Mm-hmm. Let me get together a group of folks who can help protect the village. That's kind of her <coughs> her original plan was, I'm just getting folks together to protect this this, this village. I don't care about any sort of larger... Uh, conflict. I just want to keep these people safe. Uh, but then along the way, the idea, you know, kind of showing about how, um, you know, this this ragtag group of of folks can uh, can fight against um, the the empire. There, you know, kind of sparks this this notion that maybe you know maybe rebellion is is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's kind of basically the the concept of it. Um, you know, my take on it is very similar to um, how I felt about uh, the last um, into you know across the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. Fast X, or Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Like I just don't. I I am no longer interested in a two and a half hour movie that is set up for something else. Like I just am not. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You know, and, and it's just not something I care about anymore because it, it's a lot of time to wait. It's a lot of time to spend on something that I don't feel – not to say that it doesn't go anywhere. But I just yeah. – like, I would rather – like, my take is if, if if Zack Snyder wants to make a f- six-hour long or four-hour, whatever it is, like, I would rather you make this a miniseries. Right. Right. Yeah. Split it up into a six-episode show, and release yeah. it that way, and let Netflix release it one week at a time. Because I mean, it's you know, I mean that be, like there was I, I I it was fine. I you know I wasn't. I'll watch the next one, and yeah. you know my my hope is yeah. that these movies when when put together, uh, yeah, kind of well, elevate the first one but you don't yeah. you don't know you're you're we're evaluating the first one on its own merits but it's clearly the preamble to a larger yeah. story and I don't know if that is the the right I mean we 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 look at th- we look at what we're given right right so if this was what the choice was made then we kind of have to look at the movie through the lens of that choice um I just, I don't, I, I really feel like it was the wrong choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so, so
1: I, I will say, I, I agree with you um specifically about those other examples. I, I've been a little more lenient here because just because of the fact that this is not an established franchise, this is yeah. not something we all already know everything about. Um, so, you know, it, Is he's you know he's kind of sort of world building right, Mm -hmm. but I also felt like this movie was like we're dropped in the middle of something that we knew nothing about right, and I feel like like this felt like the part two to something that I never saw part one of yeah to an extent yeah um so so whereas like you talk about you know, across the spider verse or whatever, or, you know, mission impossible. Like we, we know those characters. So yeah. there's, there's almost no excuse for something so bloated that a three hour movie is a part one. Of, right. Exactly. Of, you know what I mean? Like that's, exactly. that's just, yes, that's just, you know, I mean, that's, I don't that's know. You,
0: I, that is you telling a story that you don't, that's not that's you not being willing to kill your darlings. Like you, exactly, you're, you're just so, exactly you're so high on your own supply. Exactly, that you don't want yes. you. are like no, this story has to be four hours. No, it doesn't. No, right. it, no, it doesn't. Like right. you can have Tom Cruise jump out of fewer airplanes or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is you're having right. him do. Well, you right. don't need to right. do that. You also don't need to have every single Spider-Man in existence yes. show up in yes. your movie. Like yes, just. Do less. Tell tell right. a good story with less. It's it's right. not hard. You've done right. it all up until this point. Exactly. Just fine.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like, and you know, I'm I'm all for the spectacle and movies being events and this that and the third. But you it, can it, do that. You can do that. <laughs> Barbie did it. it Oppenheimer did in, uh, it in one movie. In you know, even movie. if it's even if it's two and a half three hours.
0: Exactly. I mean, at this
1: point, <clears throat> we're kind of. You know we're used to that by now,
0: <laughs> right? But if you I have mean, a two and a half hour movie, and I still have another two and a half three hours to exactly. go, exactly. Nah, son, and you're
1: not, and you're not done. Like get the fuck out of here, like yeah, like when like,
0: well, maybe Fast <laughs> X will be three films. Maybe go fuck yourself. Like I have, yeah. like I'd rather you make another. Like oh, did I say you was the last witch hunter? No, I was the next to last witch hunter. Like right. I'd rather see <laughs> yeah. another Bloodshot. Right. I would a yeah, thousand percent
1: blood shot. <laughs> rather
0: see another bloodshot s- shot on a hundred and twenty-five dollar budget than yes. I would Fast X Part Five, the fastening yes. or whatever the fuck they decide to call it. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, yeah. oh no, the Dom Toretto's housekeeper didn't die and now she's <laughs> mad. And, uh, I, who? Oh, what? My God. No. Oh. Yeah. By the way, he's also now half black. All right. Cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're just.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: but but but, uh, you know, uh, there's no secret that I'm a I'm a Snyder Mark. I, I like everything he's done, even Sucker Punch, you know, I, still,
0: uh, I have to watch that one. I've never seen it.
1: Yeah. The thing is, like, it, it, he has I don't know what it is, man. There's just something about the way he, he films this stuff and he, he tells these stories that, like, I enjoy it. You know, it's yeah. it's. It's just he, I'm just a fan of of what he does, and so, you know, this is kind of like you said, kind of his Star Wars, and I I really dug it. Um, I, I see the criticisms, and they're not wrong. You know, um, I'm not one of those. I'm not one of the like those Snyder fans, like the cult of Snyder, so yeah. to speak. Um, I just I, I thoroughly like enjoyed. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed the justice league. I, I enjoyed that zombie thing. He did. I'd I like love that movie. That.
0: I thought that movie uh, was fantastic.
1: Yeah. I'd love to see more of, of that. Um, but you know, if, if you're telling me that this is his big, like action, sci-fi space, you know, you know, thing, like I'm going to be there for that hundred percent. Right. Um, and, and, and <clears throat> it's not my favorite Zack Snyder thing uh, by any stretch. Um, if you didn't see that one twist coming with a certain character, then you've not watched a lot I of movies.
0: I don't know. I would love to know. <laughs> I was like, what is Charlie Hunnam doing with this? Accent? Exactly. With this, like, I was I know. so... I was like, <laughs> I'm like, Jax, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I are you what? Yeah, but exactly. If you didn't, yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, if you didn't see that coming, then you just don't watch a lot of movies. But So it right. doesn't do anything to... Se- put itself apart or separate itself from, from however many movies you've seen that are similar to this, but it that doesn't make it a bad movie. I, I would have liked to have seen more Zack Snyder in it,
0: if that makes sense, because it felt pretty safe. Well, he did have multiple levels of slow motion, which I could have done without. I was like, yeah, especially because like, uh, when he went into the super slow motion, it didn't it seem didn't do anything. Like, yeah. it was used to highlight something right. important. Right. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I
1: mean, we've been giving John Woo a pass on that shit for decades. <laughs> oh,
0: well, the last I, I actually watched the last John Woo movie, which was Silent Night. And you mm, want to talk, talk about a film that tries to be stylish for no good goddamn reason. <laughs> and the stylistic <laughs> choices made, you're just yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, somebody yeah. needs, like, yeah. like, it definitely, like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah, to this day, man, like, Gene and I have been in movie theaters together and ruined movies for the, the entire rest of the audience two times. One of them was The Exorcist when it got re-released uh, because we laughed through the entire thing. And then um, the other one was Mission Impossible 2.
0: Mission Impossible 2 is a legitimately terrible film. It, it is. is a terrible film,
1: but it turns out if you put me and Gene together in a theater, oh, I bet uh, it's
0: great. It's <laughs> it's 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 hilarious. It's the, the riff tracks <laughs> version of yes. Mission Impossible Two. Yes. Yeah. No, it's a fucking terrible movie. That, that auditorium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, my 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 thing with with this film. So there were two things. One is that. I felt like the characters that were getting rounded up, uh, like I look at this movie and I go, and then I look at um, uh, Rogue One, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, Rogue One, we don't get a ton of time with the characters, but yet I still felt as if I, I knew and understood them and cared for them. And they were more than just, that's the sword lady. That's the, and I don't yeah. know if it's because um, we, like you had said, everything was already established. Like we already knew Rogue One being like a prequel. Like we already knew what the death star was. We knew mm-hmm. what the, that the empire was bad. So, so the time that they were, and then because also, um, you know, how they spent time um developing the different characters and the relationships was more impactful because they didn't have to do all that table setting they could they could do the um but even but even like like um Cassian, like Andor's line, just that one line, like that one scene where he kills the other informant because the guy's yeah. freaking out when the stormtrooper shows up or, or, or where he says, like, you know, I've been fighting this war since I was three years old. Like, like there is enough of that there that it's there's a little of it, but it's enough to. For you to get an understanding of who these people are beyond just well, that's the pilot, that's the whatever, and I didn't feel like we got that in this film. I felt like it was like well, that's the sword yeah. lady, that's the ex general, you know. Right.
1: Well, I feel like, and that's kind of what I was I was saying before. It was like we're something like Star Wars, and in in it's it's we're playing with the new toys in, in a thing that we're already very familiar with and that makes them more interesting, you know? Yeah. Uh, whereas here we, we, don't really know this world and while it feels very much like a star Wars, it, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Actually,
0: so it's like, I, I feel more, it's more like a, like a Warhammer. like, like some yeah. of the, some of the, um, some of the imagery used is felt very like Imperium to me, mm, way yeah, like, way more like, yeah. than like Star Wars.
1: Yeah, yeah like like Mutant Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, hundred um, percent. But I feel like, and and I am not in any way comparing this movie to Rogue One. Rogue One is like S tier, like yeah. you know, a uh, uh, film. But again, I just feel like the familiarity with Star yes. Wars helped. It absolutely was, you know this movie we don't have that and right so he's he's and again this feels like a sequel to something that we weren't like privy to yeah <laughs> like, you yeah. know this feels like a part two right best. and
0: and and because like I think that and again it's like and and it's like you don't want to I, I always have a hard time I don't like to call myself a critic because I'm not you know kind of trained in that way but we do talk about things critically and, you know, I always kind of look at, go, like, you kind of have to look at something as as it's given, like I said, as it's given to you, 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 yeah. you, you know, you have to evaluate a film on its own merits. And that's, that's good and bad, right? Like, like, it is a yep. valid criticism of Rogue One that we are, you are expecting a certain level of audience knowledge in order mm-hmm. for things to be as impactful as they are, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and so this movie, having to you know, not having that benefit, having to um, establish so many things at the same time, while also you know it's got to establish its villains, it's got to pull these folks together, like I really I really liked the idea of Cora's backstory like I I, really, mm-hmm. I I felt like that yeah. was a nice kind of yeah, it was great. change yeah. that that you know, we obviously we saw that with Finn um, in mm-hmm. um, you know Star Wars whatever uh, Force Awakens Force Awakens but then they fucking wasted it. Yeah like they just completely like that was the most that was the greatest thing about that film to me was was this idea of Finn being well- an ex stormtrooper and then they did nothing with it. So Yeah, they,
1: they did the same thing with Kylo. They they introduced my favorite yeah. Star Wars villain and I can't tell since fucking Vader probably. Yeah. And completely mishandled it.
0: And then when you read when you hear Adam Driver say he was supposed to be the reverse Vader where he started mm-hmm. out as this young idealist Jedi and then just goes like hard in the paint. To the dark side Mm -hmm. by the end Mm -hmm. of the three movies, you're like, fuck, why couldn't we have had that? That would have been amazing. Um, so I really like the idea, and and I mean we're gonna mild spoilers, but it's okay. Uh, of Korra having been like an officer in the Empire, like, and then Mm -hmm. bad shit happening, and then her like kind of turning her back. Like, I really I like that idea. You know, the problem is in because they had to set up that this was an evil empire. The The villain, the, the empire, they just felt it was almost cartoonish. It was, yeah. And how bad they were. And they yep. didn't have to because the, the one guy there, um, Ed Screen, who played Atticus Noble, he mm. did such a good job at the beginning. You know, it reminded me what he's talking about. Like, oh, how much of a harvest do you have? Oh, that's interesting because mm-hmm. you know, it reminded me of Christopher Waltz in *Inglorious Bastards*. Right yep. when he yep. goes to, to to the 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 the, uh, the the farmhouse at the beginning and is like, you know, drinking milk with them and asking, like, "Well, you haven't seen any Jews, have you?" Like, like, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, all right," like that level of. Clear, subtle villainy is was enough. Yep. Right. We don't have yep. to then be like, oh, these guys are going to rape this farm ha- girl right. or or right. whatever. Like that very like his twisting and manipulating of words, and you realize that he is like you think you're you're he is someone that you can reason with, and this guy's a fucking monster. I right. thought that was so much more interesting. That part I thought was great, but then once they get into the oh well, you know, now let's just rape everybody and whatever. I'm like, all right, like I I'm not a fan of sexual assault being used as a way to show that these are bad guys. Like we already knew at that point,
2: right? Yep. Um, and I
0: get that it's a tool of, um, you know, it is a tool of um, kind of invading armies. Like I get it, but I just yeah, hundred percent. Like,
1: once you know, once the.
0: You know, once the officers
1: who are in here, somehow inherently even more evil, you know, bounce right. and you get to the rank and file and you're like, oh, these guys are just fucking depraved or, you know, right. whatever it is, or, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and then the other thing that I didn't like, I didn't understand it, is how bloodless it was, except yeah. for when they wanted to, like, they had no, like, PG-13, I, I would feel like if you're getting in a fight with someone and you're in a knife fight. You, yeah, because there are some really good action sequences in this mm-hmm. film. Coral holds her own really well. There's a there's a really cool kind of gunfight uh later on um in their their version of uh the Mos Eisley Cantina. Um yeah. and I understand like, when somebody gets shot, I mean, it's clear that the wounds are kind of cauterized, but like, they use blood a lot to show this person's wounded, they have blood all Mm. over their face, this person's dying, they're spitting up blood, but girlfriend slices and dices through these cats in the barn, and it's completely bloodless, and I'm just like, I don't... (laughs) It just tonally felt really weird that 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 would... and I guess that's just something maybe they had to do for a PG-13 rating, right. But I also feel like yeah, I don't know. Is that because they wanted to release it in theaters because Netflix films don't have ratings. Right. Yeah, they're yeah. So it seems I, to me like you could have just not well, that's to the go thing to the right theater. it's <laughs> like
1: when it comes to these these streaming services who who want to to sign these directors or these contracts things like that and they kind of let them do whatever they want to do most of the time so i i don't understand why netflix would would want to give a contract to someone like Zack snyder and all this money and then censor what he produces for them because you know what you're getting from, right from, from Zack snyder so yeah yeah that kind of doesn't make sense well, same things like I, I to this day, the, the you know, however you felt about three from hell or whatever that last Firefly, you know, Rob Zombie movie was the okay. thing that just fucking surprised me the most was just how shitty like the CGI blood yes. and all that bullshit was, because I could not fucking believe I was watching a yeah. Rob Zombie movie that had that much CGI horse shit in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean he's he my man gets down with the corn syrup for sure. Like <laughs> Exactly Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean like, it's it's buckets. So for that to yeah, absolutely. So yeah,
1: just kinda of, I mean not to compare the two obviously, but but just from what you're used to from a Zach Schneider, this is this one yeah. I agree with you. Like yeah, I and I I really want to watch this three hour whatever R rated
0: cut. I do too because I, I hope that uh, more more because i hope that the, the extra time is given towards um developing story beats and characters i, I don't yeah, same here. about yeah. you know i don't i don't give a shit about gore i got tr- i got p- trust me i got plenty of gore if i want to see that i can mm. i can pull shit up at a moment's notice and not even worry about it um, but yeah i mean it, it it will be interesting to see when the second one comes out because if if the first one is kind of getting the band together, and then yeah. you know the second one is them realizing, you know that what they've done in the in the first film it does does in fact kind of lead to the ability to to spark a greater rebellion. That that's kind of what I want to see. Uh-huh. Um, you know and and if that ends up but but I still feel though that if that's the case are you going to sit through this or are you just going to rewatch the second one Yeah you know I mean I know based on across the spider verse which was absolutely amazing the level of creativity on display in terms of the different animation styles and the different mm-hmm. is uh, off the chain Am I going to rewatch it once both are out probably not I'd probably just watch the second one
1: Yeah Okay.
0: Just like fat. Am I going to rewatch dead reckoning once part two comes out? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, it's table for me at
1: at (laughs) this point. Yeah. I'm probably just going to wait and watch them both. I haven't seen it the first one. So I'll probably just watch it all at one at one time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But also are every single time you want to watch that story? You're going to put aside half a day. Probably not. Right. No. True. You know, (laughs) <laughs> yeah that becomes the problem with, with these right. another problem with
1: these things <laughs> like w- will I enjoy it the one time I watch it absolutely but am I going to like yeah how many times am I going to revisit a nine hour fucking Spider-Man movie? exactly
0: like I mean how many like, it's just like when they came out with the Lord of the Rings extended cuts and you're like mm. who has that kind of time like I have a job and a family yeah. like I don't have f- 49 hours <laughs> To
1: watch. Goose, has that, Goose <laughs> has that kind of time, apparently. I was like... <laughs> she swears she's going to make me watch those and, and every Harry Potter movie. And I'm oh. just like, oh, fuck me.
0: Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> I would say... I think... Uh, Pri- Prisoners of Azkaban is my favorite because of the director. Um,
1: I, I have seen roughly seven minutes of the first one.
0: Um... Well the first one's rough because the kids are so young. Yeah. They they couldn't hold their attention long enough to stare into the camera for more than like what? thirty seconds at a time.
1: I but mean, Al- listen, I get it, because it certainly certainly didn't hold my attention. But Alfonso <laughs> Cuaron,
0: who's an am- absolutely amazing director. He directed Gravity, Children of Men, um okay. E2 e Mama Tambien, which is and your mother too. That was the thing that mm. that, that got my eye. It was like he 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 did E Two Mama Tambian, which is a fantastic film. And then right after that, basically he got asked to do Prisoner band And I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> like no. <laughs> uh yeah. that can't be right. <laughs> um, but it's also uh you know, it's my favorite it's my favorite harry potter film. i don't rewatch them especially cuz i don't i don't like the idea of putting any money in jk rowling's pocket. i mean she really did kind of ruin harry potter for me cuz she's such a transphobic cunt, but you know whatever. um uh yeah, all of them Ugh. Uh, yeah, i would say skip the first two. um azkaban is good. um order of the phoenix Weird. is is good. so that's six. Uh, they split the last book into s- two parts um, 7 I think has some really f- sweet moments but it's in- you could skip it it's table setting for 8 so I would say watch 3 6 and 8 and have her just fill you in on the details of the other ones yeah, as far as Lord of one. the Rings go whatever she is telling you to do do not under any circumstances watch the Hobbit movies they are fucking terrible <laughs> <laughs> and there's three of them for oh, no had goddamn reason. The Hobbit was like yeah. a pamphlet you get at the airport. I hated it. By oh, the, guys, dude, my brother. The, the guys with the tambourines, for fuck's sake. It's like three words long. I, it's awful. I know. But, and they my turned brother. it into a three film?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My brother, my brother is the one who talked me into that the first fucking movie. He was oh telling me how god. good it was and this and that. So about smog or whatever and shit. And I was like, I don't even like dragons. I don't give a fuck about any of this. He's like, No, it's really good. It's really cool. So I, I, I bought it.
0: Like, oh my I, god! I bought it's it so bad.
1: And I and I I sat there and I and I kept waiting for something, anything interesting to happen, like anything yeah. at all, good. And the goddamn dragon shows up, and the fucking movie's over. And I'm like, this is what I waited for? And
0: Furumius Bandersnatch voices him, if I remember correctly. I don't even know what that means. That Uh,
1: might as well well be a Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I was like, when you start saying these names, I just assume they're Lord of the Rings characters that I don't know. Furumius
0: Bandersnatch is, is from a poem, or it's from a story. I can't remember who did it. Well, it's like, you know, it's like I, whenever I hear names like that,
1: I'm like, that's either Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. And I don't even talk about of <laughs> either.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lord of the Rings was good at the time. Uh, but, you know, it just, I don't, I don't How well did it age? I don't know. I don't care.
1: No idea. It's, I don't care if I ever see him again. It's, it's fun,
0: You know, I honestly, I would rather rewatch the Marvel movies than I would <laughs> rewatch Lord of the Rings. Same. But, and that,
1: that says a lot. That says a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, Rebel Moon. I think you know if I were to if I were to just kind of on its own, I go eh. But I uh, mm-hmm. I think there's some good stuff there for the second one. I'm looking forward to the second one. I hope the second one elevates it. But I still don't think I'd ever just rewatch this one. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, good for. I just, you know, I it's it's you know these movies that just employ a ton of people. I just, I go, you know what? People got paid. They put food in their table. They put money in their bank account. Like, what am I gonna am I gonna be mad that Zack Snyder made a shit ton of money off? No, of course right. not. I don't give a shit. Like, I I don't I don't dislike the guy just because he made a movie or two that I wasn't a fan of. I mean, right? You know, and I don't I don't have any you know i don't i don't i don't buy into this whole you know whatever dc marvel bullshit like it's like comics are great and they're fun and they tell amazing stories and they have great characters and some of my favorite moments of my entire life are in comic books and some of the best ways i can relate to other human beings are through comic books so uh do i care if somebody makes a comic movie no is if i don't like it am i mad at them no Uh, I just move on with my life like a mature adult. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That being said, I don't know who at Sony... I don't know what weird-ass blackmail situation is happening that they made that Madam Web movie. Because that... I don't even... I would, boy there is a child in a basement somewhere being held until that movie's released that's the only way i can think <laughs> that they they're like well, somebody got a somebody got a letter with some newsprint cut out and letter uh, words with letters of different fonts and sizes that said i have your child make a madam web movie and they were like we're doing it <laughs> cuz <Yes>. i mean <laughs> talk who the about fuck like is that for <laughs> like, exactly like <laughs> like first of all if you look at who Madame Webb is in the comics you're like uh, i don't even know who this would be for and then you look at just, what they're doing in the movie you're like i right. do i understand it even less yeah yeah it's like <laughs> yeah like Mobius, fucking- at least you'd be like hey would you like to see jared leto as a vampire sure yeah, absolutely well, why not <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> this hey yeah, this was
2: <laughs>
1: This wasn't a good idea in the comic. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. So, but yeah, I mean, whatever. Talk, someone, yeah, cheers to them. You mm. know, people, people, uh, you know, paid for their kids' first car working on that film, so good for them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, games. Real quick. I finished Dead Space, the remake. It was very good. It was a solid outing. Um, you know, I never played i the third. I played the second, never played the third. I started the third. Uh, couldn't really uh, get past all the snow shit. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, it's one of those things. Playing it the way I played it, which is not as a survival film, as a survival game, it's just a straight up action game. It was fun as hell. Uh, But more importantly, the audio design in that game is just absolutely top notch. Like, they really did um, nail this idea of being kind of trapped on this ship and hearing things moving around in the, you know, the, 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 the kind of the bowels of the ship and above you and everything. Um, the creature design was gross, um, mm-hmm. and and the the weapons were sufficiently uh, different to. Um, not only where you would go, I want to use this in this particular situation, but you know they felt different. So it was it was just an A plus remake all around. Like if this is how you're kind of gonna do remakes, like I'm all for it. Um, I would love, God forbid, we ever get like a new Splinter Cell game. Mm-hmm. But for fuck's sake, Ubisoft, like people are chomping at the bit. I don't know why Ubisoft is pulling a full Nintendo in regards to like. Splinter Cell, the same way that Nintendo feels about Metroid or some of their other properties, where they're like, oh, people want to buy it? Okay. And that's it. Like, that's how the conversation ends. Right right there. Yeah. Well, Well, Michael Ironsides is busy. Who gives a shit? (laughs) I know.
1: But I love their willingness to tease. Yeah. Yeah. They'll drop like a trailer at the Game Awards or fucking yeah. whatever every year, and you see the three green lights,
0: mm-hmm. and they're like
1: Sam Fisher's coming to Rainbow Six.
0: Yeah, exactly. So right, right. Cares? Oh, Who oh, was that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or do you want your? Oh, by the way, we we just released the Ezio collection on uh, Samsung refrigerators, and it comes with a <laughs> it comes with a Sam Fisher skin.
2: What? Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I played... So so I am in full-on, like, don't buy new games mode. So I canceled my Gamefly subscription. And here was my thinking. I bought a Steam Deck, and I bought a bunch of games during the autumn sale uh, for mm-hmm. cheap. I had a shit ton of games um, between PS Plus Extra and Game Pass. And then I asked for, for Christmas, for the Switch, the Heritage Pack Star Wars Mm -hmm. games, which includes seven games, uh, Mm -hmm. including Knights of the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic 2, Jedi Academy, uh, Jedi Knight Dark... or Jedi Knight um, 2, and uh, Republic Commando, and... I I don't remember what the other two are. Oh, Force Unleashed. Force Force mm-hmm. Unleashed. <laughs> Force <laughs> Unleashed. That's a lot of games right there. That's a lot of time right there. So I was like I don't need to continue to pay for GameFly because there's fuck all out right now and I'm knee deep in games. So one of the games that I started and finished was Like a Dragon uh Ishin mm-hmm. on the um the Xbox. It was uh free with your paid subscription to Game Pass. Um, So this game would have probably been way more impactful to someone who knew anything about Japanese history. (laughs) 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 To put it in context, imagine if they made an action game where you played Paul Revere and it kind of told the overarching story of the American Revolution but the individual story beats were crazy and at one point in time you kick the shit out of the king of England in a fist fight. That would basically be <laughs> sort of like like a dragon Ishin tells the story of the Great Restoration, uh, which is like a big kind of political uh, moment in Japanese history uh, in the late uh, 1800s where uh, power was kind of taken from the Shogunate and returned to to the Emperor, and um, they tell this story uh, through this one character, um, Sakamoto Ryoma, who is a real person, um, but in this game, he beats up a lot of people on the streets, and he twirls around with a uh, gun in one hand and a sword in the other, and occasionally shoots lightning out of his fingers. So, not exactly (laughs) historically accurate. When you get down to the uh (laughs) nitty-gritty... (laughs) <laughs> right. But like the major story beats follow Japanese history. I did not know this. I found this out because on Friday I got out of work early and I knew I was at the end of a uh because most like most good uh yakuza or as they're called now like a dragon movies or like a dragon games you get to the final fight and you have to sit through a 15 minute long cutscene And then you kick the shit out of a guy, and he's got 19 health bars. And in Mm -hmm. the middle of the fight, you're just stuffing your face with tuna sandwiches and sodas and, you know, uh, whatever food you bought. uh, And then you beat him up, and then there's a very long cutscene. I I watched the first cutscene. I beat the shit out of the final boss. Then I slept through the entirety of... (laughs) The last cutscene, and I went, huh? I don't know how this game ended. So I looked it up on Wikipedia, and that's how I found out. Oh shit, this was actually based on <laughs> real things. Mm. So uh because this, this game was released originally in like 2014. It was a launch game for the PS4, but only in Japan, because rightfully so, they're like, um, I'm pretty sure no western audience is really going to care about this but the 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 yakuza the like of dragon games really have kind of taken off you know since then so they were like fuck it let's remaster it and put it out on on uh on uh, current gen um and so that's what they did and I'm glad I played it it was a lot of fun but you know the greater the overall kind of um historical context was 100% lost on me like 100% <laughs> yeah yeah
1: right, so I, I actually have gained stuff this time um multiple games actually um so i've been kind of um messing around with with game pass here lately just because you know destiny is is in a state to where destiny's not in the, the best place it's ever been and we're you know we're still fairly early into what's going to be the longest season, you know, in the game's history. And so I was like, well, you know, I'm not doing all the story stuff with all three classes anymore. I just basically run through as my hunter. And then I, you know, the way that it's structured now, I I still get, you know, the cosmetics and and stuff like that for all three classes, just, Mm -hmm. you know, from the, from the past and stuff like that. So I don't, I I don't feel like I have to do it all three times anymore. Right. um, Which is great. Because it gives me time to play other things, so I I finished RoboCop. I don't know if I talked about that mm-hmm. um, last time we recorded, but uh, loved that game. And then I was kind of fucking around, and I and I came across this game called um, Sea of Sorrow mm-hmm. on Game Pass. And you know, I a lot of times what I'll do is if if the thumbnail or whatever you call it, you know, there uh, looks interesting, I'll click on it and watch a trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was immediately like kind of drawn to this game because of the art style it's it's uh kind of dark somewhat cartoonish but Mm -hmm. um but i I just i really dug the art style and and so i i downloaded it and i got hooked on it and Mm -hmm. it's a really dark game and it deals with some pretty heavy themes when it comes to um family and relationships and, and all of this kind of thing. And, and I guess the game was designed by this person um, as a way to kind of deal with some things that she, that she had gone through. And, and you play as this, this, I guess, college-aged girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the way that she's portrayed in the, portrayed in the game is almost as if she's a monster. Like, she's, she's all blacked out. Mm-hmm. She's kind of got these, like, feathers on her legs or some kind of weird, like, almost fur she has red eyes uh, and, and her world is is just dark mm-hmm. and then she comes across this this other girl um who is made of light and she kind of starts to chase her and she she comes into contact with all these other like big monsters or just big like sea creature because you're in a boat okay. in the game and uh and as you interact you know you you find this like um, you have this power to send out that's like this beacon that that searches out for the light. Right. Mm -hmm. And all these like big monsters and things are are trying to keep you from getting to the light. And, and it ends up being just this, it's only like maybe three hours, three, four hours long. I think it took me, um, but it goes through some stuff with her, uh, a younger sibling, uh, who, who was going through some stuff and she basically wasn't listening to him when he was like reaching out for help and mm-hmm. he was getting like bullied at school and like, he's just having a lot of trouble. And then there's stuff with her, her mom and dad who were, you know, they had some, a lot of issues in their relationship where they were contemplating divorce and like all these kind of things. And, and just looking at that. Through the microscope of you know a, a teenage girl slash you know going to college or college age girl, um, who who's dealing with you know everything that comes with that, on top of you know a, an unhealthy relationship with with this guy and and stuff. But the way it's presented in the game, and I will just be upfront with you, I was not at all in the right headspace to have played this game. It depressed the fuck out of me, but it's so well done. And it's not difficult by any stretch. You know, it's it's just it, – it. as you explore this world, it's, it's so well done that you kind of just want to keep going. Mm-hmm. A- and you hope that, you know, uh, things work out for everyone involved, and it's right. not always the case. Um, but very interesting game. Love the art style. Very well done. And I'm glad I played it, but it's – again, it's pretty heavy
0: at times. What's it called again?
1: Sea of Sorrow, I think. Sea of Sorrow. Well, Hold on, look. It's on Game Pass.
0: I'm looking. I'm trying to find it. Oh, Sea of Solitude.
1: Sea of Sol- there it is. Sorry, Sea of Solitude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw that monster
0: on the the thumbnail. Yeah, That's, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at it now. Oh, that looks really cool.
1: Yeah, it's very good. Very good game. Uh, so that, and then uh, I got in the mail. Uh, a couple of weeks ago now, um, this is completely different. <laughs> uh, I got uh, Bomb Rush Cyber Cyber Funk. Oh, okay. PS Five, <laughs> yeah. And and you know me, I love me some Jack grind Radio. I was say, yeah. And so that's what put that game on my on my radar. Uh, I pre ordered it the minute Amazon gave me the option to do that, and it was a long time ago.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I, I guess the digital release a couple of months ago, but I I just got the physical like mid mid to late december so mm-hmm. uh, i've been playing the fuck out of it it's absolutely a third jet grind radio game
0: yeah
1: uh down to the gist the art style is exactly the same the music the soundtrack is fantastic um the gameplay is exactly what jet grind radio was you know uh-huh. uh this game adds you know the option to play i can't remember i think in Jet Grind, you can play as different characters too, but I played Beat the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, this one has, you know, multiple characters you can play. Um, they're not all on like rollerblades though. Um, you can you can do rollerblades, you can do a skateboard, you can do uh, a bike. Mm-hmm. So it, it adds mm-hmm. different. You know, uh, it does us enough to to make it feel like just a sequel and not just a hey. I'm it's inspired by whatever it it legitimately feels like a sequel and it's just absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm having a ball with that. Um, and then I like, you know, like <laughs> the game awards fucking Sega dropped that trailer and we're getting yeah. an actual new jet grind. I was like, Oh my God, what a time to be alive, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so uh, I, I think I may be halfway through bomb rush, but it, it's, it's fantastic. And if you give a shit at all about jet grind, you, you have to play it. Like yeah. it's it's really good and then the other thing i got into and i don't even know right i remember seeing it either on one of these like the playstation like uh those things they do where they show off like certain games or i don't know if it's xbox or one of those like state of play kind of things yeah 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 i remember seeing this game and being like well that's interesting looking but i just don't know if i'm uh if i'd be interested in it for whatever reason i downloaded it and uh roller Drome, which is the i don't know if you you remember it it's like this uh it's like this roller skating slash combat game where this the the girl was like she's skating around but she has like dual pistols and shit so it's like if devil may cry was like roller derby or something Oh, nice (laughs) So the thing again, this is another one where I, I saw it and I was like, I remember seeing that, and then I watched the trailer and I was like, this actually looks kind of cool. Uh, it, it, it looks like um, if if Jeff if Jeff Darrow like did the a- animation for something that Roger Corman was directing. <laughs> it's like it's it's very much. Uh, it looks like something that would have been on adult swim, you know, yeah. aeon flux kind of thing, but it, it's very much like Jeff Darrow drew this and it's, it's Roger Corman, like death race era, Roger Corman. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing where this, this girl is in this, this, this is the future. And there's this sport kind of like the running man. If the running man were on roller skates, mm-hmm. uh, where, where she's dropped into these arenas and, and she has to so the, basically the way it works is you're given challenges to do. and, so you're riding around, you're rolling around these arenas um, with with weapons and these 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 house house guests or house something they call them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they they load in these like fucking these guys that are there to kill you while you're mm-hmm. doing, you know, you're you're doing your grinding and your your kickflips
0: and all this bullshit it's like Like, tony hawk pro skater meets rollerball
1: yes exactly that's exactly what it is so so your guns like the way you get ammo is you have to perform tricks
0: otherwise you run out of ammo oh it's like it's like doom where it's like you know doom was like a doom was a skateboarding game (laughs) right yes yeah that's awesome (laughs) it's really good it's it's really
1: fun so and 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 so the way the way I've been playing it is I'm roughly halfway through it. They have these um, what they call assists, I guess, and mm-hmm. it's like the only the only penalty you get from using the assists is your your because it's all about getting the high score and yeah. this that whatever. So your scores won't go to the leaderboard. Oh wow, well, who gives so a shit, right? I don't at all. I don't give a fuck about a leaderboard. So I just right. want to enjoy the game. But it's so good. I'm used. I've used the assists as like a way to practice. Yeah. And then so, so I'll get, I'll, I'll learn a level, you know, I say learn it. I'll get to where I'm, I at least feel like I'm okay at it enough to turn the assist back off and, and legit try to do it. Yeah. And that's kind of the way I've been doing it. And, I, and I'm, I'm roughly halfway through, but man, it is a fuck ton of fun.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Also on Game Pass, yeah. But really, really good game. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. What the, the, so when I, I got my Steam Deck, um, I played, um, you know, one of the first things I played on was Deliver Us Mars, which is a sequel to mm-hmm. Deliver Us the Moon. And it was really good, but um, I had you know, bought on the Steam sale, I bought Divinity, Origi- Divinity Original Sin, Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, mm-hmm. two of my favorite uh, role-playing games, just to kind of prepare for when I finally got my hands on Baldur's Gate 3, because Larian Studios does both of those. So I don't remember what I played first on the Steam Deck, but I finished Deliverous Mars, had a great time with that. It was free via the Epic Game Store during um, one of their uh, fall sales. And so I, I started up Divinity Original Sin, and it's great. It's exactly how I remember it. It's a really good time. Um, <clears throat> but I, because some I don't remember certain things, I, I go online to look for things, and so I, I kind of read the, the Reddit board for the game, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, all of the Baldur's Gate 3 people who realize that Larian made turn-based role-playing games prior to Baldur's Gate 3 have started playing the Divinity games and it is hilarious to read their posts <laughs> because they're just like why is everything always on fire like <laughs> cuz like the thing about like like elemental attacks in Divinity games are different Like, you know, in, you know, Destiny or whatever, like, if you're running an orc build or you're whatever, like, Mm -hmm. you have electrical-based powers or you have strand-based powers or you have whatever. That's not how things are in Divinity. In Divinity, things – it's like you have oil on the ground and if you shoot the oil with a flame arrow, now people who are standing in the oil are burning. Or you can use a steam cloud arrow to make a steam cloud, which not only hides – like it, it reduces visibility. But now if you have somebody who can shoot lightning into the steam cloud, well now everybody who's in it has a chance of getting stunned because it's like a static electricity cloud. So use and and everything is covered in something. There's there's always like there's always oil on the ground, or there's poison on the ground, or there's water on the ground, which then can get turned into ice or things can get set on fire. So it's like learning the different elemental and how to dispel a certain elemental thing or how to cause a certain elemental thing is a big part of Larian's kind of toolkit when they did Divinity and Divinity 2. My understanding is it's not as prevalent in Baldur's Gate because that's not a and d thing that was a Larian thing. So, like, watching all these folks who played Baldur's Gate 3 and loved it and then decided to play, like, Divinity Original Sin 2 and are like, what the fuck? Why is everything uh, <laughs> on poison or on fire? Or and you're like, ah, yes. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Strap different you. skill set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, there's a level, there's a fight in Original Sin 2 and it's literally... Like everywhere you can see is on fire. It's just, <laughs> and so you have to manage your people not burning to death, how to dro- and like you can teleport guys and drop them in. And it's, but it was, it's just been, uh, it's been fun revisiting this game because they put out the game on the PC, Divinity Original Sin, then they put out an enhanced, uh, enhanced edition uh, on consoles. I, I want to say it was like, 2013 2015 something like that um and i had forgotten about most of it i mean that's you know i mean when you consider how many games you know you play between now and 10 years ago i mean yeah. uh, and so I uh, it's been fun getting into it and i mean you know playing things on the steam deck it's just such a you know it it's 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 just works so it's just really it's been really fun to kind of revisit and um they're very long games uh Mm -hmm. original sin is long original sin 2 is even longer like just getting
1: watching you stream that one
0: yeah i mean getting out of the first area fort joy there is like a 40 or 50 hour thing Mm, um I have no idea when Baldur's Gate Three is coming out on physical. That that's Larian. They just said Q1, so who mm-hmm. knows? Um, but and this is why I'm like, well, I don't need to buy anything because I've got all that shit. I have all those Star Wars games I talked about. Right now, I'm playing Mafia Two on the mm-hmm. PS5. I have Elden Ring. I have Like a Dragon: The Man Who Changes His Name. I have the Burning Shores expansion for uh, or DLC for. um Mm -hmm. Horizon Forbidden West and then whatever else new stuff comes out you know it's like I'm good man I don't need to spend another fucking dime on games which is just how I like it (laughs) yes sir and then (laughs) you know Destiny I have until June so yep (laughs) yeah so plenty of time, but it's also kind of nice because I, you know, that's the thing about GameFly is because I, the way I play GameFly is i I look at GameFly like I look at buffets, where I'm like, ah, I'm putting you out of business, like, <laughs> like, like this neat like if I'm spending money every month on GameFly, it needs to work out. I need to be renting enough games to where, were I to purchase these games. It would cost more than the cost of me renting them. Same thing as a buffet. Right. I look at a buffet cost more. Well, I'm going to eat enough food to ensure that I come out ahead. But you yes. then end up, you know, I feel like to some degree, like I have this responsibility to make sure that I'm constantly renting things. And playing them. And it's nice not to have that to go, all right, I have these two subscription services I pay for. I'm going to play for stuff from them. I have these games that I bought or these games that I got, whatever. I'm just going to play those. And I don't have to feel like I, I you know, I don't have to feel like I'm doing some sort of, you know, mental math to make sure that the cost works out. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I bought uh, Divinity... And then Original Sin 2. Um, I bought a card, a bird card game. I bought a medieval Half Life, Half Life 2. Mm. Um, I forget what else. Uh, I recently bought uh, the Blade Runner adventure game or whatever. All mm. that together was like 25 bucks. And I mean, and that's like hundreds of hours of stuff right. to do on the Steam Deck. Um, you know. So I'm um, good. <laughs> yeah. Did, well, you, know. you already know my backlog is ridiculous. So. Exactly. Right. I was like, I got to get that. But I was, I was like, shit, man, Mitch never has any. He never has to worry about what to play next. <laughs> he's got to worry about what What? Like, he's got. He could spend an hour just deciding and then be like, well, shit, yep. I'm done. <laughs> like,
1: That's Anyways, what I need to get strikes. into. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the nightfall again. <laughs> again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but um yeah, so it's kind of a nice place to be in. And then and then, you know, in the summer if if things kind of fall off and I'm you know, kinda of don't have anything, then I'll that's the nice thing about Gamefly is you could just pop right back in. Mm-hmm. and just say I'm just gonna do it for a few months or whatever and right. um And not worry about it, so but uh yeah, so it's it's kind of been nice to to not have to worry about that stuff, which you'd be like, well, why are you even worrying about your leisure activities?" Ah, because it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I can't enjoy things. That's the fun exactly. part. <laughs> <laughs> what can you just play something and have a good time and not worry about what you're not doing? Ah, <laughs> oh, well, man, you're missing out. <laughs> If you haven't laid awake at night going, well, if I play this Wednesday and I could do this on Thursday, then I could start this Friday. Well, you don't know what you're missing, my friend. That's right. (laughs) Just having fun. (laughs) Ridiculous. Hmm. Peasant. Exactly. Right. Exactly. (laughs) What? Come on, son. (laughs) you're not you're not doing it right until you are not having fun planning out how you're supposed to be having fun okay all right
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: shit all right um yeah so next show i'm sure we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about uh i've been hearing good things about night swim hopefully did
1: i call it good god yeah what a piece of shit! I haven't oh, did seen you? S- it. Huh? Fuck no! I'm not watching that garbage. Uh,
0: so I I read a review that said it was good. So not, what? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. This is the pool movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Not right. watching it. I refuse. Okay. All right. Well, we'll figure something else out. I mean, I'm not going to go to a <laughs> theater to watch it. Don't get me wrong. I just I was surprised. I read a review and they liked it, and I was like, "Really, huh?"
1: (laughs) Mm -mm. That movie, uh, that movie angers me (laughs) more than it should. (laughs) Well yeah, I'm just like, ugh. I listen to a podcast about amazing movies that never get made and this garbage that fucking Blumhouse keeps shitting out. I'm just I'm fucking over it.
0: It feels like a very thin premise, admittedly. I'm like wait, it's a scary pool, like you shouldn't be swimming at night anyway. That's very unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nobody <laughs> around, like you could drown easily, maybe you're tired. Like it just it's very unsafe to begin with.
1: It's so like I'm I saying. hope the sequel is lunch swim where somebody eats and then goes immediately <laughs> and go, get the fuck
0: out of here. That's stupid the it's, and the ghost of their mom drowns them <laughs> right, in the yeah, pool. Exactly. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. God. <laughs> I you actually really I really hope that movie gets made now <laughs> from the studio sure. that brought you surgical tech. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Lunch yeah. swim.
2: God.
0: <laughs> on that note um, alright this has been episode 189 I feel like we peaked early uh, <laughs> we're just calling it for the rest of the year uh, <laughs> <laughs> look for lunch swim in theaters next summer <laughs> uh, it's been a home ep- house next week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah shit alright this has been episode 189 uh, divided by Worlds. thank you so much for hanging out with us and we look forward to spending uh, some more time with you in the next two weeks so from myself and Mitch thank you again good night and have a good evening